Yo, welcome back to the show, everybody. Episode number, I think this is episode number 69, honey. And we're having some drinks. Uh-oh, that will not be recorded for everyone's pleasure. I'm just kidding, babe. Unless I'm not. Hey, welcome back, everyone. So uh, today we got Nikki back in the studio. Um, for her first time in the actual studio, a.k.a. garage, right? Um Don't mind her. She's had a glass of wine. She's feeling good and is about to go off on the next topic, I think. Um, and sorry about the switching back and forth. I'm getting used to it. I got to switch for the person speaking and then also, um, you know, speak. And that's hard to do. So uh, today's episode, we were talking about earlier, uh, babe, over some uh, lunch. Uh, I was like, yo, uh, you're like, oh, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm always down to have my wife on. And what do you want to talk about? And you're like, uh, I was like, and actually like if you were a guest that wasn't my wife, but you're you, what would you want to talk about? I think you came up with the topic, right? Duh, you asked me what I wanted to talk about. That doesn't always mean you have an answer, <laughs> right? Like, let's just be real. So what'd you say? I said, dependas. Yeah, you said dependas, but like you, you kind of said like the, um, you don't, I mean, you, do you like the word dependa? I don't really care for it. It's just one of those terminologies that everyone knows it. I mean, some women will be, or men would be offended by it, but I just take it as a joke. I ride with it. Yeah, bitch, I'm a dependa. Depend on paying the bills, so so um, let's let's go down the let's go down it a little bit. Some of the things that we we're talking about at lunch about, like that that we could talk about here. What is your first like primary concern about being the dependa or dependas? I think it's kind of a fucked up term, right? It it is because it's a joke. Like the it started off as a joke as like if you're a dependa. Like a dependipotamus, because that's where it came from. A dependipotamus, yeah. then, then like you're a leech. I mean, yeah, well, you're a, the term is you are the dependent of the active duty service member, and that's just like admin terminology. And then I don't know. I really don't know the history of it, but. You're a dependent. Everyone knows what that term means. Well, I don't think everyone, like for our civilian listeners, what does it mean? Because you've been a dependent your whole life. Yeah, as a child, like a child yeah. dependent. That's totally different. Well, yes, it is. But what I'm saying is like a lot of people don't understand like the dependent. It's it's all the, the siblings, not the siblings, but the children, the wife, everything like that. The The people dependent on the service member, right? Yeah. For, for the benefits and everything, the or sponsor uh, of the benefits. Depend upon them is, I don't know when it started, but it started as like a joke on like memes and stuff for like the um, not maybe so good looking, you know, uh, married their high school sweetheart, maybe married the, uh, you know, young sailor coming yeah, out of the strip I mean, club. Any, I mean, I hope people, we won't go into what it, I mean, what we think it means, but you can put it 
together, right? A hippo, a hippo and a <laughs> and a dependa, right? Like put that together and that's where the word came from. We're not going to describe it. It's just You did. You said hippo. Well, dependopotamus. <laughs> what rhymes with dependopotamus? Hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> so that's where it came from. So what are some of your, um, like, uh, I don't know, do you have complaints? Would you call them complaints or critiques of dependopotamuses versus dependas versus whatever, like spouse? Um, It's. I don't think it's like complaints. It's I have some shit to say. I don't know if it's a complaint or just me rambling or just Nikki being Nikki. So what is it? What do you have to say, honey? There's a lot. I mean, I think the first thing would be um I don't even know. I forgot what we were talking about already. Um what do you think about the ones that are like uh, my husband's the because this is one of the big jokes about dependopotamuses, right? Like my husband is so and so. But in all actuality, like those kinds of military wives, uh, it's only a very small fraction. Yeah, I feel it's a very small fraction, but. I mean, you know, with the just the onesie-twosie wives speaking that way, I mean, it speaks volumes, so then that's why the the joke comes out like, oh, the wives wear the husband's rank, and it's one of those like, oh, yeah, the wives want to be saluted to. Have you ever met anyone um, like that? Um. Yes, because I used to be a a commissary bagger, you know, as in high school. And the worst ones were like 05 and above um, because the, the captain wives would park in their little captain stalls, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you didn't bag something properly, do you know who I am? I am captain so-and-so's wife. And, you know, to me, I'm just like... Lady, I'm in high school. I don't even know who Captain, what's his nuts. (laughs) I don't even know what he looks like, where he's at. I mean, I'm, do you know who my daddy is? (laughs) Oh, God, here we go. I'm just kidding. Here we go. But, yeah, you know, as a commissary bagger, yes, but, um, I don't know, as, as a nurse, very rarely, I mean... Yeah, it's one of those, like, oh, that's Captain so-and-so. Like, let's, my my is not going to be any different. How about, like, Dependas? So you're not a part, or do you care to be part of any ombudsman oh, oh, yeah. or FRG? Oh, so, my God. Um, I, I can't, like, you, it's not like you have a lot of experience with those things, but like, what did you experience, or what do you see here? What keeps you away from those, in in your point of view? You know, in, in all honesty, a lot of those, um, I, I mean, are they considered organizations? Those, I mean, they're clubs? just like groups. Groups. We'll I, groups. I mean, I don't like well, a Facebook lot of those, group. A lot of those groups are made up with the younger 
younger wives, you know, like in their early 20s. And then you have the the uh, the wives. I'm not going to say they're older. They're more mature, right? Yeah. I mean, it, there's a variety of of maturity in those groups, right? But majority of it, they're all young. And let's be real, like, the wives and the husbands, they all talk shit about each other. So why would you want to be part of a group? And that's why I stay away because, let's be real, women are petty. Women are petty, like, no matter where you go. So I will just stay away and just be by myself. And I really don't see, I mean, I get it. It's supposed to provide support you know, to the women and men who are by themselves and you can get help, you know, like if you're alone, you need help moving or some, some shit and you have that little group. But, but I mean, do they help? Can they help? It all depends on like, how's it, how it's, who, who's the ombudsman or the FRG person running it. Yeah. Right. A lot of times it's, Oh, I haven't heard from my husband in a week. Like, what's going on? Why is Susan hearing from her husband every day and I'm not? Because, you know, like, when we were dating, I'm not going to name drop any names, but there's someone that was like, well, why is Josh calling Nikki every day and you can't call me? Like, what the heck is going on? Well, for the record, I didn't call every day. I would call on Sundays. You would call more often than a lot of than the other person. husbands, and you were just a boyfriend at the time. You know what I mean? I was trying to secure the bag. <laughs> I was trying to secure the bag. But, bag secured. But I, I stay away from those groups because I don't like drama. And, you know, the... Navy wives, they a lot of them thrive on the tea, right? I'm not gonna lie, I thrive on the tea too. If I hear some <laughs> shit, if I hear some shit, I'm telling you. Yeah, everyone likes tea time. Yeah, tea time is my favorite time. <laughs> tea bagging time. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. But yeah, like, uh, so everyone does like that tea. Do you feel that like? You know, we're trying to stand up our trying to wash this dog. Get over here. Um do you, so it's like are are those groups in today's world, Navy, right? Where like the Navy that your mom was being a, a spouse to is a lot different than what you're being a spouse to, right? Your mom used to have to write letters, not get phone calls. All that stuff is like just a snap of finger away from me shooting you off an email. Every hour to you, you know, know what I mean? I know, but, like, the trend is still the same. Because if, if, there's, if there's one thing I grew up on, it was the fact that my mom always secluded herself from, from groups like that. And she would always, you know, as I got older, she told me why she didn't really hang out with the other wives. And now that I am a Navy wife... Like, I clearly see why she would do that because it's the same the same reasons why I stay away. So it's not like it's gotten worse. It's just the same. That's what the trend is in those little FRG groups and ombudsmen. And then, you know, to, to volunteer, and also, like, the ombudsman thing, like, to volunteer your time to do that, 
I mean, yes, that's very selfless, but also it's kind of like the Navy expects people to just volunteer for positions like that, which I don't think is right because a lot, we're not in the, you know, early 1900s where wives stay home and take care, like they're homemakers, which some wives do have to be a homemaker because it just makes sense, you know, for their home life and their children and stuff like that. But there are also like, in other cases, you know, some wives want to keep working and continue their professional career. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But then that's like majority of the wives are working, right? So they don't have time for ombudsman shit or FRG groups or anything like that. So I just don't think it's fair that the military expects wives to form some kind of camaraderie to help each other, which which I totally get. But then it's like you also do have other resources, right, like fleet and family services, right? So I was going to say, because it kind of cut me off, isn't it like an outdated, like, thing? It's not that it isn't useful. It can be useful. But like like I said, and everything you just said, like today's makeup isn't the makeup of the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, 90s, right? Like wives and husbands out there, but the dominant is the spouse, you know, military dominant husband, spouse at home is wife. Isn't it like, isn't it outdated to have all these groups and ex- and, and expect a wife or spouse of, you know, any gender, right, to do that? Isn't like a, isn't it outdated? Like we were kind of thinking, like, do we even need uh, an ombudsman? Like, what is the purpose of an ombudsman? And someone could be like, well, you know, break I mean, down the whole fucking instruction for me, and that's I don't need the instruction broken down for me, right? Well, I can read it. I mean, obviously, some people need it, right? Because people still join and are still a part of it, right? So I, well, I for what intention, I right? I can't say that it's outdated because I've never used, I've never been a part of one, and I don't have the desire to. I don't need it. So to right, say. and and that, but, but I will say, the younger younger wives or husbands may need it. But for what? For like the 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 arranged oh uh, drop your kids off with a babysitter while we go do a uh, sip and paint. But it might, you know what I mean. It like might be it might be one of those like they're just trying to form their own village from your previous podcast. Oh, hey, you know yeah, I mean? if you haven't listened to that one, please <laughs> episode number sixty something. But you know what I'm saying? It, it, I I, mean, I think it's I think it's useless because most people hear the FRGs or ombudsman groups doing the same things. Drop the kids off with the babysitter and the most part ladies, you know, the mothers go do a movie. They it, It's a, a group that can get babysitters. So the wives at home while the husband's deployed or the spouse. Said it though. What? Like they, it's, you know, when people get stationed to a whole new place, they got to start all over, they got to make friends, and that's their way of making friends, right? That's like a a little start, like a starter kit for them when they move somewhere new. You know what I mean? Like Make I, friends starter kit? Right, yeah. 
You know, like, oh, what's the place? Where should I get a haircut? Where should I? What are the good schools? What should I be doing? But that's what I was saying. Like, what's you have Facebook about? groups for that. You can do that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but right? the FRG groups now have Facebook groups too, right? I'm sure they do. Yeah. And again, it just, to me, it just becomes a secondary market for the tea to be spilled. Yeah. Right. For people to go in there and be like, oh, this and that. Especially when I come home bitching and griping about the day. Right. And so, and I'm like, yeah, old fucking boy or old girl, like they got on my fucking nerves today. Only for you to go to the FRG group and be like, oh, so you're so and so's. And not that, you know, you do this, but like even people that don't do it out loud do it in their head. And then there's already a preconceived, made up notion of, what that spouse must be doing or something because I hear my husband now and then talking shit about a bad day or a bad interaction with their spouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, like why, why, well, why do we do this? Again, I think most people just look at it as like, oh, yeah, they're able to get babysitters because it's the FRG group or whatever. Yeah. And then you could, I think of it as pawning the kids off on the babysitter so they could go do a movie night. And to me, maybe this is my bad part of it is like, like, no, like you signed up for this, right? Like, you have to suck it up while I'm gone. What did you say? Uh, nothing. No, I'm just, but you know what I mean? Like, like, not what you. you I'm say? I'm not talking about you, honey. No, honey. yeah, I'm but. I'm not talking about you. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is some, but the younger couples. They they thrive off that. So that's why those groups exist. It's more so for the younger the younger couples. Like, I don't need it because I know where my resources are. I got my own friends. I know how to make. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from Navy functions as much as I can. That's just me. But other people, they need to be around it. Because I don't know, they don't they don't know how to cope with their spouse being gone, right? So they need to surround themselves with people who are the same. I don't know. I'm sure that's part of it. I I don't I I'm not. I mean I don't I'm not a part of it. But I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. Like when they're like, oh, you need to give your spouse's information. I'm like, they she don't she don't yeah, want. I know. Like, and then I, they'll be like they'll be like, oh no, it's like kind of mandatory. I'm like, okay, but she's gonna block the email. <laughs> like or or she's gonna delete it like she's, you're not gonna get any contact from my my spouse at least right you um so like why does she have to be on this like can i give you their point of contact information sure in case there's emergency and somehow you don't know how to get a hold of me you can go that route but if there's that kind of an emergency you fly right across message and it gets to the shit yeah you're like I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, you never hear. I've never heard anything like, oh my God, the FRG is so great. They're like, it's, it's like they put out an email. It's like, and it goes back to like you were saying, like, why are spouses not talking to, like, the act, the, the service member not talking to their spouse back home? Right. Why are they not explaining, hey, when I go out there, I can't tell you every exact day I'm going to be somewhere. Like, I'll email you. And again, today, like, email. Fucking email. It's not fucking, hand, you know, dear yeah, Johnny, I, mean, just like I you miss said. you. 
it's just like you said. I mean, the FRG groups existed because, like, communication was very different back then. So that's why those FRG groups existed. And they, I mean, the Navy is all about tradition. So they keep useless traditions alive. Wow. I'm just saying. You know, uh, while we're on this, I'm trying to find it. Um, there was, uh, oh, that, that's not good. Um, I was trying to Google it and I got all the bad, all the bad articles. Um, this was brought up like a couple months ago. Uh, the expectations of the Navy spouse, oh, right? That's the one that. What? I had some words to say about that article. Yeah. Where, cause that one, like that one's even worse, right? Because it was talking to like O five commanders, like COs and above their wives, where there it's like an expectation of their wife to be like there there's this unbilleted role in the Navy of the commander's wife, who must be at the holiday parties, who must be at the functions, who must be by their man or woman side, right? You know, because there's woman COs out there too. So like whether it's whether your spouse that's the civilian's man or man or wife don't matter, right? Um, it's, it's like this, uh, like, why? Like, oh, it's your job to head up the FRG. It's your job to put out these spouse letters and emails. Like, you're not fucking getting paid for that. Well, yeah, okay, so here's what I'm going to say about that. Like, yes, the Navy does expect wives to be, you know, of higher rank, right? Those spouses of higher ranks to be more... um Involved, it's almost like the first lady, right? First lady has to show face and shit. Um, I mean, the thing about the Navy is that you you have a choice. Like, yes, you do know that your husband's high ranking, but also if you're if you are too busy to be in that role as a spouse, but you still support everything he does, like. Like, it, you know, deployments, whatever, duty stations, yeah, I'll go wherever you go, I don't care, as long as we're still together and, you know, I'll hold down the fort here. I just don't believe that you should be doing any more than being supportive in that way of going where your husband has to go career-wise, right? Because that's already a big sacrifice in itself. So if you if you feel like you you have to live up to that expectation and you feel like shit because you can't fulfill it, that's like a personal thing. Well, I don't in that article, I don't think the lady was feeling like shit. She did cuz why would she write an article about that? Well, I I think it was more I, yeah, I don't think she well, I don't think she was feeling like shit. Yeah, I, she was. Okay, well that's your opinion, so let me talk she now. She was angry about it. I, she was angry that the navy expects spouses of positions and titles to take on extra roles just because you're the spouse of that position or yeah, title. But that's, that's, that's per that's a personal choice, right? You don't have, but isn't it bullshit? It's yeah. I mean, the Navy is always going to expect volunteers. Like they don't want to pay people. Like, let's be real. Well, they don't want to pay people and they're just, but like, isn't it bullshit that they expect that because you're the CMC, that your spouse is going to be automatically this kind of role within your command. 
Is that true, though? Not every command does that, though. I would say yes. It's one of those, like, um, if, you know, our good friends in Tennessee, right? Like, if she did not, Tennessee, if she did not show up next to his side to all the balls and all of the things, then people were looking at him like, well, what's wrong with him? Where's his spouse? Is, are we sure we can like it's a it's a thing it's a thing within the active you don't no you don't I, think so no you don't think people are looking like oh where's their spouse no because this is this is the way that I believe like if I'm a good fucking sailor you it's because like my home life is good because my home life is being held down by my significant other right so i'm able to be great at what i do i didn't make this rank because because i got i was favorited yes you're you're right do my shit but if you feel like my spouse has to be more involved in volunteer time like you expect that then like fuck you dude like yeah i agree we're not in disagreement about that i'm saying is like you that will always be that will always be a thing in the navy but it's really up to the spouse like if she feels some way about it i mean you have to be from the jump like no i ain't doing that shit no i work yes i I, like i understand that and in that article i believe that lady was trying to say that was like the navy cannot expect wives or husbands right significant like civilian and significant others i understand but like throughout throughout your career you're gonna sit there and say people people haven't known you guys as a couple like for how long so obviously you keep making these ranks you guys are still together she's still holding it down at home and she's never volunteered a single day and all of a sudden you're expecting her to volunteer when you've never seen her before i don't think it's so much just the volunteer things of like the 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 groups or whatever it's the appearances right no, i know you know I what i'm get, saying like would, would saying, we ever have if, I've, if honey, I've never honey, gone you're like you're cutting me off sugar can i, know, I finish but my thoughts you're thought? not letting me finish you're go ahead not, you're go not ahead sweetie letting me explain go ahead if i if i've never appeared which i have never appeared mm-hmm. i've maybe been to what one khaki ball right We've only ever been to one to well, no, we went to the second one, but you stayed with the kids upstairs. Exactly. Yeah. And all of it, like, let's say hypothetically, you make a CMC. You think that, like, throughout uh, from the years that we've been together, and people are already going to know you, right, as a CMC, and then all of a sudden they're going to expect Nikki to appear. No. Some. Yes, but I am very, I'm an advocate of you, for you, to make it very clear, to make it very clear that don't expect you, but some people aren't like that, right? And then some some spouses, active spouses, let it come in, and then some active other onlookers look at them like, well, why isn't Commander's spouse with them here at the, the Navy ball? Like, it, it is a thing. Like, whether we like it or I not, know, it is a I, thing. I know it's a thing, but you just proved my point that... So I'm right. 
No, if you if you have said throughout the years, like if you're advocating, people are going to expect Nikki Hager to show up. Like she never has. Like why would she show up now? Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, but what I'm saying is there's certain people in some spots that expect like when you get there, like it's okay right now because you're not there. So yeah, your wife doesn't need to be there. But once you do become right, like like whether it's you know being just a chief or being you know in the mess or in the wardroom where you're you're a junior officer working your way up. Once you're kind of XO though, it's kind of like all right XO, like we got this thing like your spouse is going to be there, right? It's it's like a unsaid like it's once you get to that once you get to that little over the hump on top of the hump. Now it's like all right, hey you know, unsaid rule, your spouse has got to start showing up to things, which is bullshit. I think it's bullshit. And if you're, and, and you're absolutely right when you say like, no, like you've always known my spouse to never show up to shit. What, what, just because I put on 05, because I put on, you know, um, senior chief, mass chief, I'm going the command route or something. Now you expect my spouse to show. No, things are still the same. She still works a schedule and, and no, but they expect like, well, no, like you, you still have to be to all these things. And it looks better if you're there with your spouse and toe to show the image that look at us. We're all happy and good. Uh, ha, 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 ha. That, that's bullshit. No, that's that's a that's a personal thing that you took on like that. That stigma. I'm gonna say stigma. Yeah, you're take you're you're answering the stigma. It's a stigma, and you're answering to him like, "Oh my God, we can't let it down." Yes. So that's a choice that you made. Mm-hmm. To if you if you feel the pressure to all of a sudden make your spouse show up, to me, if you're secure, if you feel very secure at home, then it doesn't fucking matter what anyone thinks, like whether whether they show up or not, right? So. No one should ever, like, it should never bleed into the home where the spouse all of a sudden feels like, feels like shit because you keep asking, can you show up to this event? To me, then you made it a personal issue then. So really, that's, I mean, that's no one's, that's not the Navy's fault. That's your fault because you let that shit bleed into your home. So to me, the Navy should always be separate from your home life. That's just, that's, that is the point that I'm trying to make is that you can be angry about it if you feel that way. But if you're secure at home and you're just like, my marriage is good. Like, I don't have to fucking show up and show face. Like, anyone should know that, like, I'm obviously holding it down at home. Like, anyone who knows us well, I don't need to show face to let people know that, oh, look at this happy couple here. Because we all know, like... 50% 50% of the marriages in the military don't work out, right? And the right. ones that do, like, are ha, have the wives that are super down and super supportive. But it goes both ways. Like, you're supportive of what I feel towards Navy functions, and I'm supportive of you over your career goals, right? So if you feel like you have an expectation like then that's then that might be insecurity that you have of how people look at you from the outside but I don't feel that way 
And I I do know once you get up to the higher ranks that people expect that. But really, that's up to you to to feel to feel it at home. So if you feel that at home, then I mean, then you two need to sit down and talk about like what your marriage is is really about. Is it about your career that's bleeding into your marriage, or are you going to be supportive of each other? Okay, okay, I got you loud and clear. Kind of hot when you uh, go off like that. Well, you wouldn't let me finish. I was letting. I, was, I think, uh, yo, if you're listening right now, go ahead and jump in the comments. Did I let Nikki finish? Support your host, please. My life is depending on it. No, I, you're you're right. I, I'm not disagreeing. Like I don't think you hear it when I say you're right. Like, are, do you you understand no, what that means? I, like, I'm saying you're right. You didn't understand why I was upset over that article, though. You said that. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Yeah, I know it's bullshit, but she let that get to her. I think we just look at it the two different ways. You look at it as the dependent, right? Yeah. Of I, not letting shit get to you. Yes. And I look at it as the Navy side of, like, the Navy should not be asking you guys of these yeah, things. I know, but coming from being active duty, the Navy will ask you for a bunch of shit that they shouldn't be asking you to. So I know that, but I'm one to be like, no, fuck you. I ain't doing that shit. I don't care. We do need a uh, FRG lead if you're interested. They, they'll they pay for the internet. And the cell phone bill somewhat, a little bit. No? Any response? Nothing? Okay, folks. I don't think she's interested. <laughs> so, what... You know, that was a good article, though. I, I support that lady, whoever it was, right? I support her. I support her in bringing it to light and to the Navy of, like, you motherfuckers be asking for shit that is unreasonable, right? Because just like yourself, right, I think she, she had a job, right? And they'd be asking it of of people. They don't because they don't care, right? They don't care. They're just, hey, we need someone to do this. And, like, you're absolutely right. They're going to ask for volunteers, and if you're a sucker and volunteer yourself, then they got you, right? But um, as a dependent, like, so, you you know, you bring up your mom a lot about, like, watching her and how she dealt with the stuff, and now you're seeing it yourself. And that, that keeps you away from it all. Has there ever been, like, the, the feeling of, like, oh, I can uh, I can change it or if you ran it like how you would run it have you ever had any of ideas like how you would do it no because if you told me if i was told to do it there it i'd be like the shittiest it wouldn't get done (laughs) no i mean there would be no contact the page wouldn't be updated i would not have any updates for you and if you called me my answer would be like to your husband i don't fucking know <laughs> i mean that's not a bad answer though right <laughs> like depending know. on what it is like i i don't know it's just that's I'm, what I, it, to me it's like opsec i'm sorry i don't have dates i don't know where they pulled into just wait for them to call yeah i mean if your husband's not calling you i mean i'm sorry i don't know what to say i don't have any control over what he's doing on his off time 
do you think it just becomes like a big gossip group of what the husbands or also wives or whatever are doing? Yeah. Of like, oh, I heard they're pulling into fucking Thailand. They're all fucking whores. Do you remember when you were, was it the Russell in Hawaii? Probably. Um, was it that? Was it FRG or the ombudsman was just like, oh, they're pulling into Thailand, so they're all probably cheating on you right now. So, yeah, there's something I vaguely remember something like that where there were, um, I think it's just one of those, like, whatever training they get, right, is because, you know, ombudsman only been around since, like, what, the uh, 50s, 60s, 60s, 70s, 60s, 50s, I don't know, one of the McPawn's wives, like, thought up thought it up right of like hey like if we have this mcpon position there should be this other position and created it to to be helpful right because again at that time they didn't have instant internet emails and stuff right me and you used to like even when we were dating would be able to email each other throughout the day all day long right we have like tens of thousands of emails right from just our dating times Again, I was trying to secure the bag. It worked. But you can do that now. It's not like on most platforms, right? And every now and then it's, you know, if you don't hear from the person in a couple days, then they're at, you know, they have no comms. Mm -hmm. But that's the way it goes sometimes, right? Maybe in the world of instant gratification and stuff and instant communication, spouses back home lose their fucking minds about it and like oh my god i haven't heard from jimmy in two hours he must be in port fucking a whore yeah well i just you know it's one of those like uh comparisons everyone's always comparing why does why does she get more phone calls why does she get more emails why does he have more downtime because i'm a supply i have outside line and i pay yeah, the bill and i think like a lot of a lot of wives or husbands don't understand like different rates do different things obviously and mm-hmm. have different schedules and i don't know if you haven't talked to your spouse about that shit then i mean then you should sit them down and talk about how it's going to be and you should you should say from the beginning, hey, this deployment doesn't mean I'm always going to have comms. You know, like the ship life is not is not where I'm just sitting on a boat and waiting to get to the next port. I'm working 24-7. Yeah. So I don't know when I'll be able to talk to you. And sometimes maybe you'll hear she gets more phone calls than you'll get. But that's because I'm working. Like I'm doing shit or yeah the supply guy isn't working or i finally am getting some fucking sleep like i don't know you know i i really do feel like a lot of that is communication and i think like a lot of military couples don't know how to talk to each other do you feel like a uh, part of it as you're talking about that right in the communication parts that the spouse the dependent at home has no real idea what the sailor is doing. Yeah. Because, like, me and you talk, like, you have a clue of what I was doing. You've been on your deployments. You've been around it. You, you have a clue, right? Yeah. My my deployment was different. We're we're out to sea, so we're not, we're not working. We're not really doing anything. So I have way more downtime, whereas once we pull into port, that's, it's a working, a working port. So we seldom get liberty. 
but you're you were opposite. You're working while you're out to sea, and then when you pull in, maybe you get liberty, maybe you have a duty day, but it it's different. So I have an idea, but that's because of my experience and yeah. my history. But like the average average girl from like a small town. Or is, even big town. Or a big town. No millets. Like people forget like people don't have never had any experience with anyone in the military. Like they've never been around it. They have no idea. Especially the Navy, maybe, right? The Navy yeah. is very specific. Everyone thinks we're a fucking sergeant or a Marine or, or. Or maybe they've had friends that joined it, but they still don't really know yeah. how it, how it all goes down. But they don't really understand like how it works, how deployments work because movies, movies only show you like army people or Navy SEALs. They're like on land. Yeah. They don't really show, like, ship life. Yeah, the fucking just sitting there, fucking days at a time, looking <laughs> into nothing but blue deep. And sweepers. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, I was going to say, like, I've shared with you, like, you have more understanding of what I do than I have an understanding of what you do in the hospital. That's right? crazy. Right? Like, I, t- I tell you all the time, like, I could not, as your dependent, right, on the other side, I'm like... I'd be like, what do you, what do you really like? So really, like you be doing the like riding the cart, pumping the. It don't look good, but <laughs> you know, pumping the chest, like riding the cart through, through the hallways and stuff. And you're like, yeah, I've done it. Like, no, you I, know. I've had a story where a friend did it. Okay, rolling down, and I'm like, get the crash cart. But yeah, I have crazy stories. I just don't ever really talk about it. Right, but like I, I, I cannot relate. I, I, I don't get that at all. Like, I don't get you going in and watching people die. I don't get you going in and, like, you know, saving it. Like, I don't understand that. I don't, I cannot fathom that in my head yeah. of what your work night looks like. For me, but for me, like, you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, you go in there and you're yeah. doing whatever supply shit you do. You're doing it, you know, punching the keyboard, whatever, and you're moving parts and you're in a storeroom. And, okay, yeah, cool, I get it. And I'm like, hold on. Like, oh, were you? Like, what? You know what I think is super cool? I don't even know. What is it called? Like, when you're, when there's, like, the su- the supplier ship. Oh, unreps? Oh, those are so cool. I got to watch one on the Mercy. I was like, whoa. You're I bet, such a nerd. I bet Josh has done one of these. <laughs> oh, so that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple there, honey. Oh. That's like the most excitement your job gets. It is. It's pretty cool. Like especially when they're doing I it. Think it's like cool. I think it's super cool. That's what we call in the biz <laughs> the big show. It is. It, it, it's uh you know when, when we're on the Russell and we're doing the con rep you know and everything coming midships and it's such a small area on a on a destroyer and you have all those pallets which it, for a destroyer if you get like thirty to forty pallets that's a fucking lot. Right yeah. to be handling in that small little area and maneuvering it and having two forklifts or you know uh, hand pallet jacks going and and the ship's still rocking like this and it's like that's it's exciting on a carrier like one of my boys just posted they got like three hundred pallets. I did a unrep when I was on an unrep ship before I went to Hawaii. Like I, we did a three hundred plus pallets to the George Washington before it caught fire on its way to Japan, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like it is. Uh, unreps are cool. 
Those are really cool. Yeah, yeah I thought they, they were pretty people, cool. Yeah, uh, it's because it's a total total ship effort to get that stuff on board. Yeah, because someone was like, "Hey, you want to watch an unwrap?" I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, "Your husband's supply. You don't even know what that is." And I was like, "Fuck no, I don't know what that yeah, is." Such a nerd. Um. Anyways, back to the dependent thing there, and off on a little detour. Uh, what other thoughts you got on dependence? Where, 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 where do you think you all, because you're the dependent, not me, where do you think you all be fucking up at um, as far as, like, Excuse me? I said it. <laughs> I said it. As far as, like, understanding the role that you play within the dynamic of the, the military household. Well, I think it really has to do with the wife being interested in what the spouse does day to day as well. Like, you know, if you're, a lot of it is the communication, right? I said that, mentioned that earlier. And I I feel like if you're not communicating, like, let's say um, you don't know what, what he does every day or what he's going to be doing on deployment, a simple question, you know, like, Hey, what's your schedule going to be like? Like, I'm not asking that because I need to know what you're doing. I'm, I just want to know. Do you think it comes up? Do you think some people don't know how to ask that question in the right way like that? Yeah. Where it comes off like, Hey, what are you going to be doing? Or what, or it's you, I haven't heard from you like in, 12 hours what have you been doing like i don't i don't believe that you didn't have like five minutes just to call me or send me a quick email because the email only takes like what 30 seconds but like little do you know you know your comp when the comms goes down i mean we know because both of our comms have gone down when i was on the mercy and you were i felt so free oh shut up <laughs> shut up just playing babe just playing. Damn, don't. Don't be killing me, yo. Don't keep me. <laughs> oh, you know, and it's crazy, like, legit. Um, Some of them girls on the ship, on the Mercy, were like, oh, my God. Toes? I haven't talked to my boyfriend in, like, 24 hours. And I'm like, bitch, I haven't talked to my husband in, like, two or three days because our internet hasn't. Yeah, there was a time there that we went while we were both deployed. That it, it, We went, like, a week. Days. Yeah, there's a, some point in there. It was like it was like there's just one like where yours were down and mine were down. It was like a week or two where we didn't hear from each other. Yeah, but I wasn't like tripping because I definitely wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I because mean, like we, yeah, I just feel like we're very we're very secure in our marriage. You know what I mean? To where like oh, calms went down again, but I know he's out to sea. You know what I mean? And like. I'm out here working. He's out there working. Like, I'll talk to him when I talk to him. You know? (sighs) This is such a relief that she's not talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) So so you think it's just more, again, it's not setting the expectation, right? We've talked about that in the other episodes and stuff. Like, not setting expectations with, with your spouse of, like, understanding this is this is what i'll be doing this is what it's like trying to set up a schedule like i try to call you on sundays right like sunday evenings your sunday afternoon or wherever yeah, when i'm I was home right and now it'll be a little bit different but now that i'll know you're you know always trying to get your schedule 
and knowing the kid's schedule of like, okay, when can I call? Does that mean I need to wake up extra early or stay up extra late, which I'm always up late when I'm underway anyways? Like, it's just, I'm always in the office. So it's like, okay, set an alarm and I'll call at, you know, zero two because that's, you know, when they're waking up about, about to go to school and I could catch them for maybe 15 minutes, you know, tell them I love them, have a great day. And, you know, that's, and, and, and sometimes that's what it takes, right? That's yeah. that little bit. But I think some people don't put in the effort when we're out there on the active side. We don't put in that effort, right? Because it's like, well, I'm at work. They know. And they know what? Yeah. They know that you're at work, that you don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, is that is that is that what they know? That you shouldn't be bothered at sea, which I mean that that is unfortunately an attitude that many take, or it's an attitude that kind of just comes on naturally because we're so busy in the work yeah. that we we get caught up in it. It's like, oh yeah, I mean, but I don't get it. Like it's just email. You can sit down and type out an email every night, yeah, before you go to bed and just be like, hey, this is what my day was like. I hope you're having a great day. I love you. Tell the kids I love them. Write me something back that I can read. Honestly, honestly, for me, all it takes is like an email that I can wake up to and read and then shoot one back. Hopefully I get one throughout the day. If not, no big deal. And then one at night before I go to sleep. Yeah. And you as my little dependent will be happy. Yeah. All right. Noted. Glad we had that talk. Communication. Something like that. Um, what else what else you got, honey? I know we're gonna talk about the housing stuff because housing is like big issue right now. Oh. But you kinda like didn't feel well, I I mean it's up to you. Um not really the whole housing thing. I mean, I get it. I get why people are in military housing. And also, I mean they can't control the water issue. Yeah. Do you think the housing, though, like, contributes to some of the bad, like, stereotypes of dependents? Oh, yeah, because they're gossiping about each other in military housing. Let's be real, okay? You guys know it. You guys know it. You know it. (laughs) You know it. You have tea time all the time. Not making that shit up. You know it's true. I mean, I'm not saying, like, everyone does it, but it happens. Yeah, but what my what my biggest pet peeve is, um, how leadership are put with this. Uh, I want to say burden, this burden of the whole. What does oh, it that's mean? that's the yeah. What does it mean to take care of your sailors? Like, what? Where's your boundary there? And then this is where we're going. Yeah, and uh. Why it's a pet peeve is because me, I don't want to step on a soapbox, but I might have to. Here, I'm pu- I just pushed it up for her. She's approaching the podium. <laughs> she might test check. Okay, go ahead. Um, And I don't want to say but as a medical professional. Um, but as a medical professional. We know that... Um, Mental health is a very big issue in the military. We're not going to discredit that, right? But I just don't like how leadership has to take on the role of identifying when 
a sailor has mental health problems because, you know, you're not a medical professional, so you're not going to know when to identify when a sailor is having problems unless they straight up tell you, right? But I don't feel like you should have that burden because it affects your home life too, right? So, I, you know, I, I can't say how many times you've gotten phone calls from junior sailors about, oh, I, I, you know, I'm having a really bad, bad time. I feel like my life is just not getting any better. And then, and then you have that, you feel like you have that responsibility and it's in the middle of our dinner, right? A Mm -hmm. dinner that we seldom have together because I work the night shift, right? So I don't want to be the bitch ass wife that's just like, well, why can't she fucking just go to the ER? I don't get that. Which I I understand they have they have a problem. They're trying to go somewhere and talk to someone, but then now you're left with the responsibility of, well, shit. I need to figure out what I can do to help this person, because hypothetically, what if you don't get there in time? Then then you're stuck with that guilt, right? Of someone would be. Yeah, not you, not you, but I'm saying, you know, it has happened. And then me as a spouse, I'm just supposed to take a back seat and let you take on that burden. You know what I mean? Like, that's what what people don't understand. Like, this spouse feels it at home, too, when, when like, you know... When the chief's mass is stressed on, you know, identifying when your sailors are having problems at home. And it, it, it irks me to the core how you guys are just supposed to know how to handle these things. And I don't think it's right because if you're not, if you don't have a, a PhD in psychology, then that should not be your role. And that makes me so angry that they put that on you guys because, yes, it is it is sad that we have so many sailors with mental health problems and we're not going to say they don't have it because they do because, obviously, there is a trend happening in the mm-hmm. hospitals right now, right? And, like, there needs to be more medical things for them. So then, then do we say that there is a problem in our medical system? that now leadership has to be pushed on this issue. You know what I mean? Like no one talks about no one talks about the home life of people who have to take on this this training, you know, now there's NKOs about, you know, how to identify um someone having uh mental problems, mental health issues. That to correctly say I mean, I, I agree, and, you know, some people would think I'm a shitty chief for this or, or get very mad, but, excuse me, but I'm not a medical professional. I don't have that PhD. I don't have a fucking associate's degree in it, okay? <laughs> like, in anything, <laughs> much less psychology and, like, anything to help someone with mental health. Now, do, can I, as a as a person... Right, just as Josh Moore, a person, recognize when a friend or an acquaintance or, or a coworker 
is a little out of norms. Yes. I think anyone, you know, should be able to, to, to recognize those things, right? That's not that's not the issue. You can recognize those things and, and, and talk to them and be like, hey, are you okay? Let's talk, you know, just about just talk about whatever, right? To be a, a ear for the person to vent about whatever. But when it comes to, and, and sure, maybe you need to make that recommendation, like, hey, man, you know, after talking to you, you don't sound so good. Maybe you need to go actually check in with a professional. That's one thing. But there's a burden, like you're saying, of, and it's the chief's mess, right? It's not the junior officers. It's the chief's mess of, like, we're supposed to be the the technical experts, the uh, mental health professional, not expert, but good enough to be able to identify it all, right? The life coach, the adopted parent. Like, we're supposed to have all these several different roles, and in my view, it takes away from us being able to do the what we're supposed to be doing as a chief, right? Technical and institutional expertise if we want to get into those mission, vision, guiding principles, right? Like, I, I don't know shit about that. I can talk to them all day. I'm a great talker and I'm a great listener. But at some point, I'm just going to look at them and be like, yeah, I don't got nothing for you. From from like that, I think you need. So you might just want to go talk to somebody. And then it just comes back to them making the decision whether they want to go do that or not. Yet when bad things happen, and bad things do happen, you know, regularly throughout the year, around the world, around the Navy, then they're always looking back at the Chiefs like, you guys got to do more. There's got to be more intrusive leadership. Well, how intrusive do you want me to get? Do you want me to move in with them? Do you want them to move in with me? Do you want us just all move in on the ship and we just have quarters every fucking day and and they, I never let them out of my sight? Well, you know, like, what do you... I, I, it's, it's hard to understand nowadays what our role is supposed to be when there's so many things our role is. And people, you listen, well, you ain't anchor the fuck up. Eat a dick. All right? There, there's... There is such a thing as having too much on your plate along with bullshit collateral duties and stuff, right? Where it's like, okay, something's going to get dropped and missed. And unfortunately, it's been times where the leadership misses or drops because they had it, right? And they drop it. Why? Because they're not the medical professionals and they would not recommend or get that sailor to a medical professional right to get all the help that they need and then it ends up being like you know well we need you at work you know well, you know we'd hate to lose you you're such a big team player this and that da, 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 da. i tell sailors hey if if you're hurting tell me you want off the ship i don't fucking care <laughs> like, you're gonna be better off of the ship <coughs> alive and well than here on the ship you know what i mean go ahead yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously, like, there will be people who you just know are not doing well because they're distracted with whatever they have going on personally. But I don't feel like you have to dig in deep because sometimes when you dig in deep, you might make it worse because... We don't know what to say. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. Because you're not medically or professional. You know, like you're not trained. You're not. You don't have the PhD. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're you you shouldn't you shouldn't have to have that responsibility. And to me, when I look at the military, I think of it as you should. Your sole purpose is being <coughs> mission ready, right? Like yep. that. That's that's what they pump out all the time. We need to be mission ready all the time, but we can't be mission ready if they're not, you know, if they're, if they're not, not healthy. Yeah, if they're not healthy, they're not okay. Um, then we need to take care of them. But you should only take care of them, like if you know they need help. You don't have to dig in deep, but just. You know, just that you got to go get help. Like, I can't help you. You, like, any leader could, to me, is a good leader if you could just say, I won't be able to help you because I can't, I can't treat you. You know what I mean? Like, I can't take care of you. But the way that I can take care of you is just to tell you, you need to go talk to somebody professionally. Mm -hmm. And I can't baby you in making sure you go get help. Because, like, that's on you, it's on you. to actually. Because even if, like, even if you take them to the ER and then, you know, the ER is like, no, they're okay, they can go home. It, then, then what? Like, someone, someone's going to be a sitter for them, like, in their barracks room? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, um, damn it. It was just on on my. I was just had it talking about like sitter stuff. Well, I have plenty of stories about you know someone from you know command sitting in at a barracks and they went to go use the bathroom real quick and that person you know took waited the, for that opportunity. Yeah, and went ahead and you know it. Is it the ER's fault for letting them come home early? Probably because they needed to be admitted, mm-hmm. right, to get the proper help. Um, but now now you have this person who went to use the bathroom now left with this guilt. And now you have another person stuck with mental health problems mm-hmm. because now they have PTSD they're depressed and they might even be suicidal because they're like the survivor's guilt. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I was gonna say you you mentioned up like the what good leaders should be doing or what can be a good leader in that role. I believe good leaders should promote those sailors getting out of that command. Right? Whether like if you're cleared by the by the medical staff and you're good to go all right cool but as that leader as the chief right if you're continuing to observe them and you're continuing to see the problem like persistent and and maybe them not getting help or not going you know they're hey you know you got to get help this you know here's some appointments and they're missing those appointments they're blowing those appointments off right i believe it's the chief They should be like, hey, get this person out of here. They're not getting better. They're not going to their appointments. They need to go back to medical. But too often times in the sake of mission readiness and not wanting to be short manned or short staffed, right, Mm -hmm. it's like they they don't. They'll be like, nope, we we really need you. You know, it becomes like, you know, the ship needs you. You know, you're you're critical. No, 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 no. 
the ship is going to get underway no matter what. There's only a couple people that the ship truly cannot get underway with. One is a SAR swimmer, okay? Like, they have to have a SAR swimmer on board. And a couple other little key, like, very key NEC position stuff. <laughs> like, just because you're Sailor B or whatever, you know, like, no. Is life going to suck without you? Yeah, life is going to suck without you here on board because now we're going to be short. Is your life going to be better because you're not here on board and you're able to get the help and you're away from this environment? I ain't going to say toxic environment because it's not always a toxic environment that's leading them to this. Sometimes it's just the environment. It's the stress. It's the anxiety of having to show up every day of it, right? You can have a great command and someone just isn't able to do it. That's fine. Leadership should be an advocate for that sailor to be removed so they could remain healthy and, at, you know, at the very best alive. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make this subject about like leadership, but, um, as far as like home life. Yeah. Um, take it back to that. Yeah. I, it really does affect the the home life because when you're when you feel like you're like let's say you're on a carrier right and you have how many sailors with how many problems and you always have a problem child right Mm -hmm. and you're you already have a a family at home with children that you got to take care of and then you got to go to work and you feel like you're babysitting them a bunch of adults which is kind of worse because they're adults acting like children right um so you're already feeling that stress. And then on top of that, you're supposed to identify someone who may be suicidal. Like, that's crazy to me. Because then, then now you have another burden of that on top of being mission ready. But then, like, you don't, now you don't have time for your family. Mm-hmm. So then there's a stress of, you know, that work life, work and home life balance like you don't know how to balance because you're just trying to make sure no one you know hurts themselves yeah. on the on the ship or at home or whatever well it's also never good when like you brought up earlier right if it's a female sailor calling the male chief or something yeah more than once about the same issue or something right it's like and it's not that they can't it just at home, it might start raising questions yes. that that if your marriage is not secure, if you have had problems, it might start raising some issues that now you're like, no, like, honey, I'm just trying to just trying to chief and take care of this. Oh, so, yeah, you're fucking chiefing at home. Right. Yeah. So it's always cheap. You're always chiefing, huh? You're always chiefing with her. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, wait, yeah. she's not even your sailor, is she? She works for somebody else. So why then why is she calling you? Yeah, I I just feel like there should be boundaries. Like, you know, you I know they say like you're you're always you're on call 24/7 because you're a sailor or whatever, but to me, like, yes, that is true. When duty calls, duty calls. But also you should know there's after hours for people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Obviously, if it's 12 a.m. and you're having these feelings, just go to the fucking ER if you feel that way. 
because you calling someone, sure, they're just going to take you to the ER anyway. You know what I mean? So I just don't agree with putting that on leadership to take on that responsibility. Like, yes, obviously, if a sailor calls you with a problem, the first thing you should say is, we're going to the ER. Yeah. And that, I mean, because that's obvious, right? But to pick it out of your sailors, that's crazy. What did I say? Not making a leadership thing, but going back to the dependent thing, right? Like, <clears throat> that's a lot of stress on them to, again, it goes, uh, sometimes it's with certain roles, mm-hmm. right? If you're the triad, the CMC, XOCO, as a spouse, you have to be expecting and understanding that your your active duty person in that role is probably going to get phone calls regularly throughout the night. You know, just depending, right? Like, not all the time. I'm not saying it's a phone call every night about the situation, but you're a CEO of a ship. The CEO's... Yeah, the CEO's spouse needs to understand that he's going to get updated every time something is happening. And sometimes those updates are late at night in the middle of the night, right? I've stood the duty where, you know, there there's a situation, and I'm, I, I was in class that time, and, you know, it was a drunk situation, and I got the phone call at like 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm getting the information down from the PD, and I'm like, I hang up, and I sit there, and I'm like, fuck! Fuck. I got to call the CMC. I don't want to call the CMC. It's two in the fucking morning. Didn't he laugh about it, though? Uh, well, I don't know if you were thinking about the same one, but, like, he was just kind of, like, he was a really cool fucking guy. And he was just like, all right, bro, got it. If that, <laughs> that might lend you to where I was at. But I was like, all right, so, uh, you know, CMC, you want me to call up uh, XO soon? Nope, I got it from here, brother. We're good. Just uh, keep me updated if there's anything else. But yeah, just shoot me a text. I was like, all right, cool. Appreciate it, Mashie. Like, and then you know, he, he then he did the follow on things, and I got the rest of the information. A couple more, you know, text messages, and and it, it was done. It wasn't like it lasted all night. Like these things don't last for hours. But for the dependent, right, who's woken up with that phone call who's just as concerned as the spouse, you know, like, who is it? What's going on? Are you all right? Do you got to go in? Do you need, like, right? You're right there with me. Like, you know, as I'm scrambling, I'm like looking at you like, pin, pin, writing gesture, right? Like, give me a pin. And you're like, oh, fuck, I need to give my husband a pin. Like, it's a tag team effort for these things. And for, for it to be so much put on the spouse, in these different roles and but, stuff. Yeah, can you imagine like being in that position and then you got to go in somewhere to yeah. go take care of it and then let's say it's a it's a work day for your spouse too. And um if you're usually the one taking the kids in, well shit, I think I might have to call in sick cuz Yeah. You know, I got to take care of the, guy. Well, I, I drive I, the kids in. I, I am scared of a of a late night call when you're at work. Because what I'm, I'm going to be like, um, uh, okay, well, let me wake up the kids, get them dressed, get them in the car seats. Oh, I don't have the car seats. <laughs> They're in my wife's truck. 
okay, so now as the chief, I cannot perform my duties. So, yeah. you know, quote unquote, quote, sentence enhancers, my duties. So now I'm calling up the next person like, hey, I need you to go do this. And now they are they looking at me like, oh, you're a fucking piece of shit. You can't do it. Well, yeah, like uh, any square chief that's listening right now is probably like, he's a shitty chief or not yeah, wanting I am. to care. Bad but chief. to me, you know, for morale purposes, like any any average person, I mean, this these are just actual human feelings. No one likes to bring work home mm-hmm. because the moment that you start bringing work home is when you start to become unhappy with with your work life. Because I know once, you know, before my job in Hawaii, once I was bringing work home, I was super unhappy. Like, that's when I knew if work starts consuming my personal life, I, I can't handle it. Like, I, when I say I can't handle it, like, I hate it. Because I have to have personal time. If I don't have personal time, I'm going to pull my hair out. Yep. Because if you don't have personal time, that's that's what you call um, recovery, right? It's just mm-hmm. like after you work out. You can't constantly be working out. Otherwise, your, your muscles are going to freaking explode, right? So you need, like, rest to recover. So if you're constantly working, um, you're going to have, like, a work breakdown at some point. And I think, like, a lot of people in the Navy, that's what leads to these mental health issues because they're they're taking work home. And I get it. You're in the military. That's what you signed up for. You're on call 24-7. But there should still be a work and home life balance. I don't give a fuck what anyone says even if you're a square ass square ass chief like you could be square but you're still a shitty chief because like what all you do is work like that's crazy and then it just goes back to like dependent stuff like and your dependent is just totally cool with that it- no no let's be real like no dependent is super cool with you working 24/7 bringing that shit home well, I think there's a lot that like they 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 think they're cool with it up to a certain point, and then yeah. and then it's divorce because it it, it all of a sudden it's become too much. Yeah. Right. And let's go ahead and wrap that up. There, we're over. Uh, we're hitting hour fifteen because there's that can go into an upcoming episode that I'm trying to schedule up and stuff talking about into divorce stuff, right? And um, you know, trying to schedule that for y'all. So um. Any uh, last-minute thoughts, honey, as we close out here? That's it. That's it? Okay. All right. We've got the outro. Don't forget, for more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us at anchor.fm backslash Podcast. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of Joshua Moore and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respected institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.